hello, welcome back to another episode of No Funk and Strictly Munkin, the only show where if the old MTV2 countdown show called Sucker Free Countdown were instead called Funkin' Free Countdown, this show would be on it because we have no Funkin' and only Munkin. I'm your co-host, Jake Christie, joining as always by Andre Brera. Andre, how are you? I'm freezing cold. It's uh, balmy, like what, 57 degrees in Los Angeles, California? Hailed Damn, earlier? It's not really that... Uh... It's not that much cooler here in New York. Let me see. It's only probably only in like the uh, low fifties. Uh, yeah, it's fifty-eight. No, it's forty-eight degrees right now. Oh, it's fifty-two right now in in West Damn. Hollywood. Wow. Uh, so I'm sorry you're cold. Um, but we're not here okay, I got I got I got a warm drink. Oh right, yeah, you warm yourself up. That was a bit I always used to do. Uh, when I you know the first couple of times I drank uh, with my brothers at like parties at their college. Um, that like I would ha- I keep on there in Florida and it was like during the summer and every time I'd be near them I take a drink I just go I just point to it and just like gotta keep myself warm <laughs> every time and they're just like Jake what the fuck are you doing or I this, the, did the same bit where I would always have it in a paper bag even though we were in a backyard and I would just like look around and be like open container laws you never know who's a narc <laughs> anyway. yeah, great point um, but yeah so uh, you know we'll talk about the show Monk we're talking about Mr. Monk makes a friend um now I ask you, friend to friend, what did you think of this episode? Um, I it was alright. It was cool. Um, I like Andy Richter, or I, I I mean I don't really care for him now. I just always thought he was like a nice guy. So I mean I, I actually like Andy Richter a lot now. I like I listen to his podcast periodically. Follow him on Twitter. I like I but I don't like this episode really at all. I think that okay. it's really I think it kind of is the plot annoys me. The ending very much annoys me in a lot of ways and we'll get to it but um it kind of sucks because i like andy i think andy richter as a sociopath murderer is fun but yes um yeah it was interesting to see him that way yeah it it was fun like the three years where he acted not three years probably like six or seven years where he acted uh you know famous famously in arrested development where he played uh andy richter and then his four uh identical quintuplet brothers excuse me do you remember that where he played Andy Richter, Donnie Richter? I forget the other ones. Ah, um, no, man, I watched that show so long ago. I don't remember. There's a great bit basically where they show a photo of all of them, and one of them has a blurred face because he's in the because he didn't give his uh, like his um, approval for his likeness. But the point, like, point they keep saying is like, but well, he's identical to Andy Richter. We know what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, um, no. Anyway, great was, show. They had good stuff. Arrested Development, good show. Anyway, we start off with a music box, um, and. Uh, this woman named Gail, she's uh, real happy, and someone's in the shower. And it's funny that they try to kind of, like, obscure it a little bit, but if you re- recognize Andy Richter's voice, you know that's it. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, well, I didn't think he was going to be the murderer, but, yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah. And Gail's like, oh, can you stay for dinner? Uh, how about a drink? Um, and she's like, yeah, let me open this bottle of wine. And uh, that's her one. that's her first and only mistake. Yeah, yeah. It's apparently some bottle that they brought back from Greece, um, and she mentions that it's, like, heavy, and, uh, well, immediately once she, like, once, uh, what's his name, Hal Tucker, mm-hmm. hears that, that she's taking out the bottle, he he gets out of the shower, mm-hmm. puts on a, a robe, uh, grabs, like, a, a towel, and just comes out and chokes her out, man. Yeah, you know, the the... the, the thing he does with the towel where he's like wrapping around his hand either he's gonna like you know do the thing that guys do in the shower apparently where like they try to snap at each other never happened to me never never happened to me either actually i mean i've never i've never been in a communal shower honestly yeah we've been we've been over this yeah no desire to but he used the thing to do that or he's gonna choke her and obviously uh he chokes her to death um not pretty uh and uh yeah then we go to the credits um good fun yeah Poor Gail. Yeah. So oh, but there's like a, there's a nice like cool little scene oh, that like right, when yeah. her body hits the floor and the music box keeps playing. Yeah, it's cinematic. Good stuff from our director Randy Zisk. Um, you're right. We should give him credit for that. Yeah. Uh, and Monk is he's at the supermarket. He's got two paper bags. Did you catch what he yells into the supermarket? Uh, no, I did not. He says, "Oh wait, I I will take plastic." <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, I you know, uh, actually, I like the paper bags. I like that. That's better for the environment too, it right? It is better or for no? the environment. I definitely don't like the better. You can't really hold them. I just I carry on a backpack for everything, so I don't, you know, re- reusable <laughs> bags is the right answer. Um, yes, but uh, yeah, definitely not 
uh, I remember back in the day. I don't, I don't think I don't think anymore still does it, but they used to do the paper in the plastic. Now that felt yes. extra. Yeah, that was like you felt extra secure though. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, and so he accidentally knocks into accidentally quote unquote knocks into Hal's cart, uh, and you know Hal he seems like a fun guy. You know he's uh, he's very self-effacing. Yeah, he's a very gregarious, you know, very easygoing kind of dude, like, makes light of, uh, you know, uh, basically them, like, knocking over all of the, uh, knocking over all of their groceries and shit, and he notices some particular um, things that Monk does. Specifically, uh, he buys, he takes two eggs out of the dozen eggs, because, obviously, ten is the number of completion or something, and he, bu- and he like, uh, bubble wraps his uh, produce, which, yes. great. Honestly, the produce one I understand. The eggs that honestly feels a lot like I, I assume obviously this happens at supermarkets everywhere, but it's very particular. Like at a bodega, where you'll see, like any every other six pack of beer at a bodega is missing one because <laughs> so much. Of, and like it's just like it's so rude to what, what, like does monk just leave two eggs just sitting there by their lonesome or you know um, yeah I wonder. That reminds me. Um, are you like? Do you do stuff out in New York? Like, do you go to outdoor dining or anything? No, because there's it's too cold. But I mean, I obviously okay. leave my house and stuff like that. Um, but no, okay. I would. I, I would if it was warmer. But no. The only reason I ask is because I'm actually going to be in New York mm-hmm. April eighth through the eleventh. Well, I'm going to be fully vaccinated by then, so I can do whatever I want. So. All right. Cool. Let's hang out. Yeah, I actually. Let's yeah, monk I'm- around. Wait, 8th through the 11th? What's... Oh, fuck. It's Thursday through Sunday. I actually going to be in Florida that week. <laughs> you son uh, of a bitch. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm going to be vaccinated and my mom was like, come home for Easter. And I, you know, she bought me a flight and I'm not going to... Easter's no, the no. weekend before that. I know that. But I'm going to be... I'm going. I'm getting home that Saturday and then I'm just going to stay that week. Um, because okay. we're both vaccinated and so she's taking a day off and we're going to, you know... Because she's a healthcare worker, and uh, for some reason, obsessive compulsive disorder is a neurological disorder that qualifies me to get the COVID vaccine. I'm not gonna complain. I wouldn't have decided that, but all right. Guess I'll go fuck myself then. I, I'm so sorry, Andre. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I know. It's just I'm really literally... sorry. That sucks. Um, nah, it's okay. I mean, actually, I mean, if I fly, if I flew back on uh, that Saturday night, I don't know. I'll see. We'll I see. don't have a we'll return talk. flight we'll talk. because we never do. Anyway, we'll discuss those plans off the pod. But yes, uh, you know. So, Hal's, you know, he's buttering Monk up. He's like, oh, you're a genius. You know, uh, this, uh, you know, your soul system is, yada. He's clearly trying to flatter him, whether he means yeah. it sincerely or not. Um, and uh, apparently Monk has a little, like, stain on his shirt. And he's like, oh, I'll send you, you know, send me the bill. I'll pay for that. He's being a real good guy. Um, yeah. And then Monk, of course, after Hal goes away, Monk throws away his groceries because <laughs> he can't have anything that was on the ground. Right. And, uh, and yeah, so they're pals now, it seems. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we cut to the crime scene, uh, and um, Randy opens up the music box, and we hear the sound again. Apparently, Natalie, uh, her grandfather, um, uh, you know, sang it. I was trying to think of the word sang, and it didn't come to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised that she didn't at some point, like, perform in an orchestra, like, in college, uh, just to, you know, make mm-hmm. ends meet. That's true. Yeah, I, I had to. I was in the Philharmonic just to make ends meet. Um, yeah. And then Monk is in the bathroom. And this scene, I think, is very cheap. I, I don't. I, I, this is. I don't know. What, what what can't Monk deal with in the bathroom? Um, he can't deal with the fact that the toilet seat is up. Which... When they first showed it, I hadn't seen this episode in a while. This episode wasn't on cable that much. Uh, but like. I, I'm like, wait, is there a fucking big log in the toilet? Like, what is the? No, it's, but it's just a regular toilet. There's a big log it. or like some pubes on the side or something yeah. like no nah, it's it's like a regular toilet but what it does seem to indicate which they don't really mention it but mm-hmm. it indicates that a man was there right mm-hmm. true yeah i mean you always gotta i i'll say this in every single place i've ever lived even when i've only lived with guys i've never just left the seat on same same no because like you there's a point in time where like let's just say you have really bad diarrhea and it's like in the dark and you run and you sit on the bear thing yeah it's bullshit that's there's it's so obvious like whenever people are like whenever that happens like a sitcom it's like yes i understand that men can use the bathroom standing up but one of the two things that they do in the bathroom you still need to 
Uh, anyway. Yeah. All, and also, like, as someone that, like, wears contact lenses, like, if in the middle of the night, like, I was struck by the urge, oh. like, you know, I, I can't oh. see that. Oh, oh yeah. I, and exactly. And I'm also not going to pretend. If it's in the middle of the night, if I'm getting up to go to the bathroom at 2 in the morning, I'm absolutely not going to stand up and do it. I'm not. There's no way I'm going to risk. Like, stop. Just stop. Let's all be keeping a buck. Anyway, now that we got that out of the way, there's a whole bit where Stalemeyer has to shut the toilet seats in Monkey Focus. And then once he does that... Monk basically lays out the entire thing just based on the splash pattern of some water, and that's why Monk is Monk. Right. Yeah. The, the splash pattern? Oh, oh like he's... Yeah. Well, we're, not splash pattern, but where water is and where it isn't. Cause okay, right. I thought, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought you were talking about the toilet still. Yeah, he yeah. notices He notices that the candle, like, because there's like a little, um, uh, like a side table inside, and it, it does like a rocks. candle. Yeah, with some rocks and some towels underneath. And as we saw, he pulled a towel in the beginning to choke her out. So he notices that there was a, uh, a bunch of water in the candle. And um, and that the towels underneath were, like, soaking wet. So, like, clearly this guy just came out of the shower real quick to handle business. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Disher's like, wait, hey, stop. There's only no uh, dual captain. We knew her. Apparently this victim, Gail Sagalas was a dispatcher at the old precinct um of course yeah you know and apparently monk knew her they used to carpool and she said that she if she ever made it to the parthenon uh she would specifically the parthenon correct okay do you remember what happened when uh the lakers played in greece as an exhibition one year or no no i think it was the olympics uh and they asked shaquille o'neal if he went to the parthenon do you remember what he said no. He said, I don't remember the names of the clubs we went to. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I'm sure there is a club somewhere out there called... That I, I believe that was also when he said that he was going by the Big Aristotle. Which is <laughs> Ooh, I love that. I like that and the Big Cactus. Well, no, remember Shactus? Remember, yes, uh, the Shactus. Yes. Yeah, man. Shout out to Shaquille O'Neal, big fan. Um, and then they see a photo. It's like, is that her boyfriend? Um, we know, of course, that's not the murderer. Uh, but... They also find an empty box of Santorini, um, which I've never had. Have you ever had Santorini before? Um, hold on a second. Are you? Is Can Santorini a specific thing? Is that not what it's called? No, I think the bottle was from Santorini, Greece. Oh. But I don't think. I don't think. Oh, I don't, they, it was just a bottle. It was I just knew, a bottle of wine. I knew that that was a place in Greece. I didn't know if that was the name of like a wine that was also from there. I mean, what did they say? What it was? What it was specifically, or no? No, no, no. But Tim refers yeah. to it later. He's just like he just bought a bottle of wine. Okay. And it must have cost like I was thinking bucks. it was like how champagne is from Champagne, France. Like I just you know was thinking. Yeah, but there's no brands called Champagne. I don't understand that. But if you said it's a bottle of Champagne, like, oh okay, yeah, okay. The, well, like, oh, the box. like yeah, 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 yeah. Got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that's I, that's on me. I apologize. It was just a bottle of wine from Santorini. I've never. Have you ever been to Santorini though? I have not. No. Neither but I, I we I'm, we might be going at some point next year. Yeah. That's exciting. You heard it here. First. I'll be sure to buy you a bottle. I'll bring it to you and I'll club you. you to death with it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> You're uh, welcome. And then Natalie gets call, and it's clearly it's from. We know it's from Hal, but she basically is apoplectic because he must have said, "I'm a friend of Adrian's," and right. she says, "A friend of whose?" Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. just getting disrespected. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like we know he's got like friends. I mean, I, he, we know that he's got people he would consider friends. I think he would yes. probably call Doctor Kroger a friend. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So. And then the other three that. are in the room, but you know. Yes, uh, yes, yes. But uh, Monk. Maybe Kevin. May, no, no. Maybe, maybe Kevin Dorfman. Kevin Dor- oh, I mean, Kevin Dorfman would consider Monk a friend. I don't know if Monk would consider Kevin Dorfman a friend. Nah, fair um, enough. No, they were cool the last time. That's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um. That Monk gets on the phone and he is talking. He's like a little squirrel girl. He is just—he's over the moon. Yeah, yeah. He's—he's he's very, um, you know, he's very smitten uh, with how um, at times bordering on like uh, like crush territory. Yes, yes. I would say that some of those things are why the episode doesn't—I don't love it. But the thing, what we gather based on what Monk asks is, did you pick up on what the first question Hal must have asked was? No, I did not. Well, because immediately he's like, yes, this is Monk. Natalie, are you hot? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I missed that, man. I mean, you know, he's a... Uh, he, Hal, obviously, he's he's working Monk. He's a scam artist. But he is also a horn. He's a hound dog, you know? He's and he's also a, newly single. He's And he's ready to mingle. And that's the important right. part. Lots of people right. can be single. Um, and so, uh, apparently, Hal just asked him, tomorrow, do you want to go to a hockey game? 
you know, and Monk says yes. And, you know, he's got a play date, and that's nice. Um, yeah, and I was like, I was thinking, like, okay, like, what? I don't know. I don't think there's a hockey team in um, in San Francisco. I'm like, was it a Sharks game? And sure enough, yeah, exactly they what it they is. Yeah, they San Jose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shout to the Sharks. Um, they slept their way down there. Yeah, that's, that's got to be a schlep. That's, yeah. Yeah, man. That whole thing. I mean, at least it's at least it's not Levi Stadium, though. Did you know, um, like sneak? Did you know sneakily, like San Jose is like within like the top fifteen of like the biggest populations in the U.S. I mean, yes, you know, I know that, but uh, okay. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I don't know. You didn't know. You didn't. You I, didn't know that Santorini wasn't a fucking bar. Like, a, no, I just I was just thinking like because they kept just saying Santorini all over and over. And like, well, what? I I assumed like, oh, there must just be a wine that's also called that that's from that area like that's what i assumed anyway uh but yes i believe i believe it actually is about as populous or if more populous than san francisco uh that's the thing i always joke about which no one finds funny because no one cares about geography as much as me that there are like 25 cities in california that have no cultural relevance in america that are bigger than like you know most cities on the east coast like there's like seven cities in los angeles county that have like 250,000 people um, yeah and no one's ever heard of them like rancho cucamonga is bigger than like you know, Hartford. That's not true, but it's close. Um, anyway, shouts to Rachel Cucamonga. Fun to say. I've um, been there before. He's I bet. You, I mean, it's in Los Angeles County. It's uh, it's fucking far though. That's true. Um, and uh, so then we cut to Monk before the play date. He's freaking out, um, and Natalie's asking him some hockey quiz questions. Um, do you think you would have gotten that question right of what a front line is? No, I know. I've. That's what I was gonna say. Like, first of all, I've never been to a hockey game. Um, secondly, I never. I think I've only seen one hockey game, and it was like the first outdoor. Like, I think Pittsburgh Penguins versus the Red Wings or something. The first or the, the first Bruins classic. Yes, that was yeah, yeah. Park, the first Winter Classic. It was like ten years ago. Yeah, um, yeah. That's like the only hockey game I ever seen. Even like when the Kings won the Stanley Cup, I. It was too late for me. I couldn't hop on that bandwagon. I was just. I've, I mean, I'm not a big hockey fan. I've watched a decent amount. I've watched more than you. I know what a front who, line who is. Was, who was your closer one? Tampa Bay Lightning? Uh, yes, but I mean, you know, I, I was a Rangers fan because I grew up, you know. Oh, right, right, right. And my dad was a huge, huge Rangers fan. Um, I The thing about hockey that was just, just no one cares about in the South at all. And so, like. But the, the funny thing about the Lightning is the Lightning sell out every single game. Um, because there's a so many good. old. Well, that well, that has nothing to do with it. I mean, when the Rays are great, no one goes. The Rays never sell out any. The Rays have like the worst attendance in the. More people attend Lightning games than Rays games by like double. Um, but it's because so many older people retired from the North to Tampa, and it's like a great way to get shit faced, you know, because it's right in downtown too. So you can get a cab. Anyway, shots to the Lightning. All right. Um. Anyway, uh. We learn that this is that Hal's Monk's first friend, and because he doesn't want to come off crazy, he doesn't want it too clean. What does what does he set up so Hal doesn't think that he's too much of a neat freak? Yeah, he leaves out um, exactly five crumbs because um, four would be too little, and six would be he is a a, vert of, uh, a slob at that point. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, he does do a thing that I hate so much, which is when people when a house is neat. And someone says, like, when it's not dirty and they say, I apologize for the mess, that just makes me feel like absolute garbage about myself because it's like, I know what a mess looks like. That's not, this is not a mess. <laughs> I understand why they do yeah. it, but still. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I keep, I am like, I can't deal with any mess um, at all. So, I, yeah, I, I will not turn my computer around, but I am not that way. Uh, definitely okay. something that people have joked about me before with having OCD, like, oh, your apartment must be very clean. It's like, no, it doesn't. It manifests in some ways. And the thing about it is it actually, like, things that you don't obsess over, you kind of neglect. And so, anyway. Um, also, at the t- Monk wants to put on some music, and uh, he says not classical to Julian, so Julian's putting on the national anthem. Um, he re- specifically requests the rock and the rock the and roll. roll. But he doesn't have any rock and roll, which is the problem. Right. So they start playing some uh, John Philip Sousa. Is that his name? Yes. John Philip Sousa? Yes, that's okay. correct. Honestly, great, Paul. Um, nice. And uh, I love how uh, <laughs> Hal's like, patriotic. I like that. Most people wouldn't do <laughs> like, he's Wouldn't dare. He's very good at turning Monk's negative qualities into positives, which, you know, he's a con man. What do you expect? I just think his voice, like, 
like the way he is, like the way he looks and the way he sounds, it just like you could not think that this guy is like evil. He just seems like a fucking goober. I that's the, I mean that's why they cast Andy Richter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, mean yeah. Andy Richter is like the quintessential quintessential Midwest doughy goober. Um, yeah, and I mean that with all the love in the world. Uh, yes, and um, anyway, uh, he, of course he immediately starts flirting with Natalie. You know he's got to do, he's got to do. Um, yeah, and. Uh, you know, Monk is just so clearly, he's just, he's on the verge of just, I'm trying to think of a uh, non-graphic way of describing how excited he is, but, you know, let's just say he he's might creaming his excited. pants. That's what I was going to, I was going to jokingly lead up to that, but you know, whatever, you know. I'll, I'll take that bullet for you. That's, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and uh, we learned that, um. What's his job? What's uh, what's Hal in? What's his, his business? The dead giveaway. He's in the import-export business. And as we know on this show, you cannot um, you cannot do that without being a certifiable scumbag. Yeah, It's like truly the number one rule of any TV show. If someone is an import-exporting, unless they're Art Vandalay, obviously, I understand. But if they're not Art Vandalay, they are committing crimes. Whether it is murder or just smuggling... There's no legitimate importer-exporter in the world. I'm just going to say, I'm sorry. If your dad, dad, your, your dad's a nice guy, he's an importer-exporter, sorry, your dad's running a crime ring. I'm, I'm, he's, I, he's, break he's, pu- he's a pusher. Exactly. And I so, love that uh, fucking word. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they, um, they roll out and, um, you know, they're at the game and uh, they got good seats. And also, I really appreciate the production value of the show. Obviously, went up quite a bit—not quite a bit, yeah. but like they are—they actually shot it at a Sharks game, which is nice. Let's be honest: the NHL needs all the promotion they can get. That is true, especially like the Sharks. Like, I don't know how well the Sharks do, um, but uh, yeah, ratings-wise, I have no idea. But yeah. so they're at the game, and like you know, Monk uh, starts parodying uh, what other fans are doing. You know, just to seem like a more natural, normal guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, in the middle of all this game going on, he starts basically going through his like um, his note card uh, kind mm-hmm. of deal, where he just starts reciting facts or stats mm-hmm. about how somebody's from Toronto or something, Chichu from Ottawa, yeah, from Ottawa, yeah, Not, well, like Ontario. That. Sorry, I think it was just Ontario, Ontario generally. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And um, then Monk notices on the glass. Um, which you can tell, and this is not something you could tell, but I could tell that you know, this was filmed like 13 years ago because the uh, the glass is now higher, and I think that there's a net all the way around it now. Um, oh, really? Because, yeah. I mean, back it's strange because back in 2002, uh, and this is something that this is how you know hockey's not popular because this if this was in any other sport, it would be talked about every single year on the anniversary. Uh, like a seven year old girl was killed by a puck. That he hit her, and she had like a she got like brain bleed and died like in the hospital like a day later, and well, yeah. that happened in two thousand two. And like, did you know about that? No, the only one I know about is like the Dodger Stadium one recently, where that's when yeah. they decided to put all the nets up. No, but like, think about it. If that happened in any other sport, that would be like a commemoration, like every yeah. year, like the day. Anyway, so I'm surprised that they it took them another fifteen years after that to put up nets, but that's whatever. Um, but Monk Norris is on the glass that there was a smudge on the inside, and uh, he is not happy about it. Yeah, but even he has his limits. He's not going to get on the ice and uh, take care were of that. You fr- so. Were you a little afraid he was going to try to do that? I really thought that's what was going to happen. Thank um, God. But instead, he tries to get like one of the players that like bangs into the boards. Uh, he tries to get him to do it, and he just gets ignored. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And so Monk almost gets in a fight with uh, some guys behind him, and Hal sticks up for him. And then, as I you know alluded to, a puck flies over the glass, and then we smash cut to Monk and Hal getting hard hats. Unclear where they got them from. It looks like they're coming. Did they steal them from a construction site? Uh, either that or Fireman Ed uh, just went into a different kind of business. Oh, man, I fuck. I'm a huge <laughs> Jets. You know I'm a Jets fan, and I just don't. I know, I know. It, that's immediately what I thought about I'm when they're wearing gonna, those fucking construction I'm, helmets. I'm not gonna. I will never. Def- I can't defend Fireman Ed. Um, okay, good. You want to talk about a guy that like you would not have been surprised if he was there on January sixth. <laughs> I mean, come on, like, let's be ooh, honest, <laughs> right? Ooh, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah, um, definitely. Like, that's gotta be something that I get. If this, I, I can't, I shouldn't, and won't do this because this would get me in hot water. But it'll be great to power rank the celebrities you wouldn't be surprised to see there on January sixth. Anyway, um, number one being uh, who? Scott Bale. Scott Bale. Well, did you did you see that the guy Jay Johnston from Mr. Show was there? 
Like one of the I don't know if you're watching Mr. Show the sketch Mr. Show with Bob Odenkirk and yeah, David yeah. Cross. Yeah, one of no. like, the other guys was there. Anyway, uh, he's no. fun. Um, Damn. So uh, they and then as they're walking, one of Hal's old friends, Eddie Lawson, who looks like if you had to cast Dirtbag as, as a stock character. I mean, speaking of Fireman Ed, this guy could be a dead ringer for him. Not at all, but I do like where your head's at. Um, but uh, we, what, what is Eddie Lawson? What information does he give uh, the audience and Monk? Well, basically, he uh, he mentions that uh, he, based from the conversation, you find out that Hal's done some time. He did right? a bid. Yeah, he did a bid. He did a nickel or something. I'm doing or, I don't a nickel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, and he mentioned something about, like, oh, clearly he's lucky because he had a better lawyer than Eddie had. And he um, does mention, you ever talk to Charlie the Pirate? Which I just love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was going to come back at some point, but too bad it didn't. Yeah. But, you know, but Monk, yeah. he's a good friend. He forgives him, you know? Because what, what we learn is that Hal apparently uh, sold some Turkish coins. Shouts to Turkey. Um, and uh, <laughs> I know why you're saying that. I know. I know. I know you know why you're saying that. I'm talking to you. Uh, Thank you. And, and uh, but apparently they were hot. There was some hot property, and he got uh, eight months for it. Um, you know, which is not so bad. You know, no, you know, it's it's a pretty innocuous crime. It, it's probably it's a uh, hazard of being in the import export industry. Except of course the fact that he's obviously a criminal because he's in the import export industry. Right. Um, I mean, I hope he didn't have to do. Well, actually, I hope he did have to do his bid in like Pelican Bay or like uh, what's the other one out there in the bay. The um, famous one? St. Quentin. St. Quentin. Oh, yeah, yeah. St. Quentin. Uh, yeah. Um, so we then cut to the interrogation room where Tim, uh, Gail's boyfriend in the photos. By the uh, way, is that is that Steve from uh, Sex and the City? I didn't ever watch Sex and the City, so I couldn't tell you. Okay, never mind. Um, no, I mean, not never mind. You can look it up yourself and let me know. Um, that would be okay. interesting. For, I'm sure that we have some listeners who watch Sex and the City. Um, and but Tim is like, I was at the restaurant all day. My staff will say it, and you know, Stomar's like, they work for you. They lie, and when uh, the Randy says that, and then Tim is like, would you lie for him? And then Randy waxes poetically a little bit about whether or not he would lie if Stomar killed someone, um, which you know, just some good Randy stuff. Um, yeah. By the but, way, that is Steve from Sex and the City. Yes. It is. But we uh-huh. learn that. And this is honestly, Gail. I, I'm gonna say this unequivocally, and I mean this with no irony. She did not deserve to die. However, it was crazy that two days into her Grecian vacation, she dumped him for another guy. Right. Um. You know, I. Uh, I'm going strictly. Yeah. No, you're right. I was about to go into a tangent about how, um, like restaurant workers tend to like, or you know, owners or like chefs or whatever tend to hook up with the staff yeah. and all that stuff. But I just realized I don't really have that much evidence to support that. No. So, and I appreciate that because uh, not because I mind you doing that, but I feel like there's only one person, only room on the pod for one person who does stuff like that. And I think yeah. that that rule is firmly taken. But yes, I do understand your point. But also, two days into a Grecian, that's fucked up. But apparently, the guy she she left him for had a beard, and uh, he spent a lot of money because he bought her a bottle of wine. Um, bought her a bottle of Santorini. I, I'm gonna pretend that that wasn't in my notes. <laughs> Honestly, it's really You're now. done. You're so fucking done. Anytime there's a bottle of wine now, I'm going to refer to this, probably. Honestly, that's going fine, because there's only... There, there, I'm actually 100% sure that there's a bottle of wine in the next episode. Fuck. Anyway. Okay, hold on a second. Is there, like, a Mr. Monk goes to wine country at all? Because well, we like did. Mr. Monk gets drunk. That was all... Oh, yeah. Okay, right. Do you not remember? I mean, I know we were drunk when we did the pod, but... Um, oh, man. I don't know. Uh, and so, you know, they had that conversation. And then they go to talk to Monk about it. And Monk's like, yeah, I wasn't listening. Because apparently she, he was recounting his night with Hal. Right, yeah. He's uh, he's head over heels in love with Hal, basically. Yes. Um, and uh, So, yeah, Natalie's telling him all about all that. And Disher obviously remarks he, he, that he thought that the whole thing was a prank. Mm-hmm. Uh, to which, you know, they kind of, uh, you know, Monk just says no, obviously it wasn't. And that they went out for brews and beers. Yes, and Randy is like wants to say they're both the same thing, but they stop him. Now I will yeah. say that they're lucky that this is you know 2007 because in 2015 at the height of YouTube prank culture, this episode might have ended with it's just a prank, bro. Here's the prank. Yeah, yeah, with someone getting fucking knocked out. Oh man, shouts to those videos. I nothing makes me happier. 
that's something that's the pandemic has robbed us from is people who uh, have never left their swanky uh, affluent suburbs going to the city doing pranks and getting beaten up. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the whole tone or like the 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 cadence to that whole like it's just a prank, bro. Did that come from like don't tase me, bro? Or did no, that exist yeah, before? No, I mean maybe a little bit, but it definitely is from that era. Videos of white teens doing pranks on people and getting punched is where I'm yeah. definitely I have a couple videos in mind where I'm thinking about, so no. Um okay. that's the don't tase you bro kid. Um, yes. For some reason, he said that. I think it was like a John Kerry speech, which is so dumb. Why would you do that? Um, and so Stott basically introduces the idea that Hal might be trying to scam Monk for money. Um, but, uh, you know, Monk doesn't believe it because he doesn't have any money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then Monk is like, I know what you guys are worried about. You're worried that I'm going to ask him to be my best friend. Um, woof. Sad stuff. <sighs> Yeah, no, and uh, he just, but he reassures them. He's like, mm-hmm. "We just met. Like, that's way too soon to make this call." Exactly. But we, but we're quickly shown that that's not actually the case. Yes, it's not too. And soon. And then we're quickly shown Hal's in Monk's apartment, and what what are they watching? They're watching like a kung fu movie. No, I, they say specifically. The, they say it's a Sony Chow movie. A callback. Okay, okay, that's what I thought, but I wasn't positive. I didn't, I didn't catch that particular line. That was the Mister Monk uh, and Misa, Mr. Monk versus Iron the Tiger Cobra or something versus the, the Cobra. Cobra. Yes, yeah. yeah. uh, Sonny shouts to Sonny Chow. Um, yeah, but they're cr- they're crushing some pizza. They got their feet up on yes. the coffee table. Yeah, but it's not I didn't fir- know- it's not their first pizza, by the way. Oh, really? They had to send no. They sent the first one back because it was eight slices and not ten. Oh, okay. But also, did I, I don't know if I noticed it, but did Monk still have the coffee table leaned? Yes, the same it was way. Still leaned. It was. Still okay, leaned. okay, okay, okay. Yep, yep. And Hal gets up. He grabs the mail. I forgot to mention he grabs the mail when he comes in the first time. Um, oh, does he? Yeah, he does. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they're, uh, they're just, you know, chilling, having a good time. And, uh, you know, honestly, it seems like a pretty good day. Just chilling with a good friend, drinking some beers, eating some pizza, watching a movie. Like, I I had a good day. Yeah, no, I'd be totally cool with that. I mean, I don't, I don't think I've ever watched, uh, like a martial arts movie. I think I used to watch like the Jackie Chan, like those movies, but I've never seen like the classic, like Bruce Lee or any of those ones. That's one of those things where you know those, and I know you know this type of thing that like, you know you should be interested. I, I just have no interest. I, I just don't care. That yeah, much. yeah, I yeah. I don't. I don't either. Like it's too late for me now. Yeah, like the, my favorite part of movies is dialogue. So I, I think I'm good on the martial arts movies. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so we cut to a restaurant, and Tim is you know caught in some Tim's time. restaurant. Yeah, Tim's restaurant, and we see a silhouette outside the door, and it's very clearly Hal. Um, mm-hmm. And he wants to make a reservation. Yeah, he wants to make a reservation, but uh, the restaurant's closed, buddy. Also, try it tomorrow. Serial killer behavior to make a re- reservation in person. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Tim, yeah, uh, you know, he's trying to talk him out of it, but somehow Hal gets his he gets his well, way no, in there. Well, no, because he's like he's like, come on, man, I'm already here. So Tim's about to open up the door. Hal pushes it open, and uh, you know. Tim recognizes him, yeah. except he notices that he shaved his beard. Yeah. Um, Which I'll say this good call as someone with light hair as well. Not as light as Andy Richter's, but about – just does the beard doesn't work. You can't can't do it. It's like some Spencer Pratt flesh-colored beard kind of deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that bad, but yeah, it's not good. But also, he notices that Hal brought some party favors. Mm-hmm. He brought the biscuit on him. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yes, he brought the biscuit, which you know is unfortunate because this is you know a high class restaurant, and there's not the type of place you mm-hmm. serve in Cheddar Bay biscuits. Uh, no, nope, not at all. Yeah, and but uh, fortunately for Tim, mm-hmm. the gun doesn't go off. Yep. Well, because he's well, like obviously this is obvious, but he has to kill him because he'd recognize him and be able to ID him. And basically, Hal's like, "Did the cop show you my mugshot yet?" And the answer is no, which means it's not too late. So yeah, the gun doesn't go off. Uh, and there's a little, a little wee bit of a struggle. Yeah. And obviously Andy Richter's a bigger dude than Steve from uh, from Sex and the City. So, the, you know, they get into a little tussle and somehow Hal gets the upper hand. Um, but again, because he knows the gun doesn't go off, he just bludgeons him to death. Um, but after that, you know, 
it worked up a little bit of hunger in him, so he takes a little bite of bruschetta, mm-hmm. um, and he doesn't react very favorably. Clearly, it was better in uh, in Santorini than it was yes. at his restaurant. Yes, although I, I mean, that's an Italian thing. There's probably yeah, some other thing is, but there's probably some Greek facts in it. It's there's not, some overlap. There's some overlap. Bruschetta is not a crazy like unique thing to Italy. I assume that they probably yeah. do it something like it in Greece too. Maybe um, the connecting flight. You get it in uh, yeah, 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 Naples yeah. It's Airport all, it's or something. Southern Europe. Um, yeah. Which Southern Europe is both a real. I feel like when some people say Southern Europe, it almost seems like a slur, but that's not. You know what I mean? Like a Southern European. You know? No? Nothing like yeah. that? I mean, yeah, I, I never heard that. I, you know, it could just be. I, I feel like there's something there. Um, and uh, so the. Um, my first thought is, and I, obviously he ends up rectifying this, but like his, he wipes the gun down, but he's a felon, so he's got to do something about the fingerprints, obviously, right? Because the fingerprints all over. That's what I thought too. Um, also, I wasn't sure if like any saliva would be left on the piece of bruschetta that he. Yeah, that definitely was an oversight. Like, even if you don't like it, you gotta finish it. Yeah, you gotta finish that. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, clearly it didn't have any effect, and goes on with his day. We're at Chucky Krogs now, and yeah. um, we learned that uh, not only is he really is Halloween like a guy, he's outside waiting for Monk. Um, you know, just because they're gonna hang out afterwards. Yeah, he's having a good time hanging out, and um, he, you know, he's telling him like how good it is to have a friend, and he seems to be impressed by Hal's ability to talk to two girls at the same time and being funny, and you know, uh, he needs to hang out with me. I'll show him a good, or the old me. That would have yeah, showed him a good, was, uh, even better say, time. I was gotta say, I, thank you. I would your you know lovely wife have a problem with that? As Ooh. I'm nervously, as I'm nervously uh, yeah, twisting I, my I, ring oh, around. Jeez, I mean, I watched a lot yeah. of Monk, you know. Uh, yeah, I know it's suspicious of married men talking to women at bars. Anyway, Damn. so Monk mentions he always wanted a best friend, and Kroger's like, but Trudy, you know, Trudy, lo- you know, was your f- good friend, and he's like, no, 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 no. And I think this is a good distinction. Trudy yeah. loved me. Hal likes me. And uh, right, you know, that's important. It's important to be liked, not just loved. No, absolutely, because like you know, love is like an in- unconditional thing. Like you marry someone, I, as someone, I can speak for this now. Um, you know, you love someone in spite of their flaws, and someone could like you or not like you because of your flaws. Like that's a very important distinction, as you said. Yes, um, and uh, you know, he, Monk brings up that he's gonna th- he's thinking about popping the question, and as <sighs> someone who recently you know was engaged, uh, you understand like. It's a difficult thing to add to want to pop the question, but his question he's going to ask is not, "Will you marry me?" It's if he wants him to be his, if he wants to be his best friend. Which I'm trying to think back on my life to think if like I've ever had a conversation with like a friend over the other one, like to be like, "Hey, do you want to be like my best friend?" I don't think I have. No, I, I, I maybe never. no, okay, never. It doesn't never seem that crazy to me, but it does seem crazy for a man clearly in his 40s or 50s yeah. to do that when you're like eight, maybe, but like. Trying to think when I was like a when when I was living in New York, I don't know if I really had it. I did have a best friend, and we kind of knew we, we were best friends. And then when I was in Florida, I kind of had an issue where uh, my main best friend in high school was uh, he, he basically me and my twin brother basically had the same best friend, which is very nice. It's a very nice feeling, you know. It's very sweet. Um, that sounds like it would be very contentious. What do you mean? No, I, I actually don't understand. Like if he liked one of you or the other. No, there's. The only thing is, you have to keep in mind, when it just would be great because it would just be like, on a Friday, our whole weekend would just be like, oh, wait, Skyler's coming over on Friday? And he would just come over Friday night and then hang out until like 5 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. And like, we'd just both be happy because, you know, we hang out with a friend, you know? He was just always over. By, by the way, you're so lucky that I forgot what that teacher's name was because I, I swear to God, I think about it all the time. It's, I, I saw <laughs> Um, no, but like I, 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 it's actually funny. No, it wasn't contentious at all. Also, mostly because because we were always around him at the same time. Really, there'd be really no way for him if he liked one of us more to manifest itself. Like we were hanging right. out at the same time. So what was he gonna do? Like, it's not like like because since we lived in the same roof, it's not like oh my god, Skyler's secretly hanging out with Michael without me. Like that couldn't happen. <laughs> I'm uh, glad you said that because I was literally about to ask you: Is Kevin or Michael the twin? Because I never no, forget. Knows, I never remember. Yeah, I mean, and also, I mean. He also was good friends with Kevin. I mean, in fact, they had a bit where Kevin – they did a bit for a while where Kevin was his uh, alcoholic dis- distant father. And they actually – we made a Christmas card one year with them. <laughs> with them. Anyway, um, you know, it's fun stuff. It's uh, – Right. And we're, we're good friends. 
Uh, this is best stuff. friend talk. This is best friend stuff. I mean, stuff. yeah, we're really cl- he, he hung out with us all the time. He went on, d- on family trips to Disney with us. You know, it's wow. what you do. Anyway, okay. So, uh, at the, I'll say this: Doctor Grogler should have talked Monk out of this about asking to be best friend. Like that's just a, big, a bad therapist. Like not not only does he not talk him out of it, but he just thinks that it's amazing and significant in some way. And Monk, you know, but we f- we failed to mention that, like, yeah. in the midst of Monk being so crazy about this he used to pray at christmas for a best friend right yes which is like the saddest thing ever yeah it's just really dark uh and not great um so anyway uh we monk meets um hal outside of his dr Kroger's office and they're gonna go home so monk can show him his rock polishing kit um yeah this is the first time that it occurs to me like why is he always trying to be at his house because i didn't notice the first time that he walked in that he checked the mail i only noticed it the second time Mm -hmm. yep but Natalie rolls up. The captain just called. They found Gail's boyfriend dead. And, you know, Hal, just a good friend, he wants to tag along. Yeah, and Natalie, you know, tries to mention how serious this is. But, you know, Monk, you know, waves her off. And yeah. basically, you know, all three of them head over to the crime scene. I mean, she very specifically says you can't get your fingerprints on anything. Which, you know, uh... Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And so Hal's just kind of standing there looking like, you know, just doing nothing. Uh, and um, Stott is clearly annoyed by it. Yes, and they find the gun, and what's and Hal immediately notices something. He notices the crack on the handle of the gun and asks if the guy was uh blood well not bludgeoned but he asks if he was like killed with the butt of the gun or something like yeah. he implies that he wasn't shot with the gun but exactly. he died by blunt force trauma or whatever. And then Hal lays it on a little thick here where he says that he read an article about this area that there was a drug problem, which like that's yeah. too much. Like, you gotta take a step back, guy. Um, yeah. Monk immediately is like, no, 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 this was personal. Like, he didn't steal anything from him, you know. And it, it, it's obviously not drug-related. Yeah, yeah, nothing was missing from his pockets. He had, like, all his uh, normal stuff on him. So, clearly, it was a very, it was a crime of some sort of passion. And Hal then notices that his sunglasses are on the ground, and he leans down and picks them up. Natalie catches it. Like, how the fuck did you not notice that before, though, bro? Yeah, definitely. It's also not like he was in a rush to leave afterwards. Like, he had to clean off the gun. Um, Now, I really can't judge him because I... I literally try to keep as many things on my person as... I mean, as few things on my person as possible because I leave things behind so often. Um, Do you own a pair of sunglasses? I don't, for that reason. I mean, also because in New York, you kind of can use them, but there's buildings, and also I can squint. Um... And, uh, but, like, I, for example, try to never bring umbrellas anywhere because I've lost, like, two or three umbrellas where I've just left them places. Um, I don't think I've ever owned an umbrella in my life. I've left, uh, jackets, uh, multiple places, like, just, you know. Jackets for sure. I've lost that uh, many times. back Drunkenly. Just, I'm just bad at, uh, keeping track of stuff. Anyway, um, and so they ask Monk to go check something in the back, and then they have, they have a sit down. They have a chat with Hal. Yeah. Yeah, they they pull him aside and they basically you know ask him like what the what's the fucking deal like do you actually really like Monk um, or like or what's your game essentially they 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 know something about it so they mention I think Disher or somebody mentions that they ran his criminal record and wonder if Monk knows about it which we know that he does well, he and he overlooked it yeah, yeah yeah in the Bing in the Bing yeah I didn't come up with that the Bing B I N G B I N G I'm pretty I'm I'm ninety five percent sure that's a thing. I don't think it is. I mean, uh, UrbanDictionary.com. The, the bin, bin, maybe. No, the bin. The Bing. Prison. Jail. Uh, in a sentence, my man just got out of the Bing today. Okay, what do you think I'm referring to when I when you talk about the Bing? I don't know, but I know. I'll be super impressed. Okay, well, oh, you know, you don't. Oh, sorry, no, I don't. Uh, the strip club in The Sopranos. The Bada oh, Bing. Oh, Bada Bing, yeah. Um, no, but I, I, I didn't make up the Bing. I've definitely heard people say that before. Anyway. I've never heard that. Okay, crazy. Uh, so, um, they, he, she, he's basically like, why are you guys all asking me this? And it's like, we love him. And it sucks so much that Hal is not doing this sincerely because he makes some good points here where he's like, yeah, oh, friends, exactly. Why don't you hang out with him? Like, why don't you, why do you not treat him? You know, oh, he's your guy who solves crimes. He's your quirky boss. Like, yeah, yeah, he shames them, like, and, you know, rightfully so, and unfortunately for him, he's a piece of shit, but yeah. um, the fact remains that that's true, like, no, well, I- I'm not gonna say that because, like, Monk is at Christmas parties, mm-hmm. he does all these things with them on the side, but, like, yeah, like, you're not gonna call Monk, like, on a Wednesday night and be like, hey, you wanna go play Scrabble? Yeah. Like, no. Exactly. 
Um, and so then we cut to Monk's apartment, and we finally get to see it. We've we've been teased for so yes. long. Yes, we see rocks getting polished. They showed and, us the Snyder cut. <laughs> and man, those rocks are smooth. Yeah, very smooth. Yes. And Hal goes to get the mail again, and he gets the one from uh, Gale. He puts it in his pocket, and all of a sudden, he's got a skedaddle. Yeah, he uh, he got what he was looking for, um, and he's basically done, man. Mm-hmm. To which yeah. Monk, right before he leaves, mm-hmm. pops the question. Mm-hmm. And Hal's and... trying to get it out of there as, as quickly as possible, so he's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and he's gone. Yes. But then Monk, truly in his most schoolgirl fashion in the history of the show, puts his feet up and calls Dr. Kroger and says he said yes. Yeah, he does that. And then we cut to the next scene, which is him freaking out on the couch because basically Hal's friend dumped him in a way. Yeah, he hasn't called him in two two and a half days. Monk left him 14 messages. Yeah, and uh, you know, to which like you, I think Natalie and Julie are just playing uh, playing cards in the mm-hmm. in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and she mentions that she's his friend, and Monk says, you know, uh, well, I pay you, mm-hmm. and she mentions not so much, but like, come on, man, like you know that Natalie's your friend at the end of the day. Yeah, I know. But then Julie ha- tells a very this is very helpful that apparently Jenny, I don't remember their last names, but Jenny was Bonnie. hanging out with Bay. Well, was it Jenny Bonnie? Bonnie's the girl that calls them. I don't know about no, Jenny. But yeah, no, Bonnie's a different girl. That's the third person. Oh, okay. okay Jenny okay. was hanging out with Becky, and then Becky stopped hanging out with her. So then Jenny told everyone that Becky wets the bed. Um, I mean, that's that rumor will kill you. I mean, I that never happened to anyone I knew. Um, not the wetting the bed part. I assume I knew people who wet the bed. But no, there was never a rumor about someone wetting the bed in my school. Thank God. Um, but Did I ever tell you that, like, okay, when I was, like, at my peak, like being a drunk, um, one night I woke, or no, I'm sorry, one morning I woke up and like my bed was completely soaked. Mm. To this day, I think it's because I pissed myself. I don't know, uh, but it didn't smell. I mean, like I'm, it not at gonna, all. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. That that happened to me once, and it definitely I stopped drinking for like two months afterwards, and I definitely haven't gotten that drunk since. Oh, I didn't. I didn't stop, and uh, I've been drunk since. But no, that was like the only time. I still don't know what the catalyst for it was. Like, what happened? I don't know. I, that is a strange thing because I had been more drunk than that before, but definitely. <clears throat> I do know this. I do know this. Um, I'm not the type of person to wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom ever, 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 ever. I have a. I mean, this is an OCD thing, but I need to go to the bathroom within five, within 15 minutes of going to sleep, or else I need to go to the bathroom again. That's a one of my very few like very specific OCD things. Is if I if I put my head down and I try to sleep and I I go fifteen minutes without falling asleep, I need to get back up and go to the bathroom. Anyway, but that's a crazy that's a crazy thing about me. Like even if I have like food poisoning or like something really bad, if I fall asleep, I don't do anything. Oh yeah, my stomach my stomach never hurts. Anyway, um, yeah. There, there's a call. Monk thinks it's from Hal and it's for Julie. It's from Bonnie. Um, yeah. And yeah. And she mentions she can't talk right now because her mom's boss is crying. Exactly. And now it's just like, you know where Hal lives. Go to his house. And so yeah. he goes and he confronts Hal, who is meeting... In, with- Holly- in Hollywood, California, no less. Silver Lake-ish yes. area. Yes. Yeah, in Silver Lake. He meets him under the Silver Lake. Um, and, Love that uh, movie. I haven't seen it, but I know it's a movie, and I figured you had seen it. Um, yeah. And uh, he is... I, this is just a pure poll for me. The guy he's meeting with is the guy who plays Senor Chang's brother, Rabbi Chang, in Community. Um, just FYI. That, there's no way. I, it's such a deep cut for Community. Um, I also thought that he was, like, the guy that played um, this, like, murderer dude. Or this guy on Twin Peaks. Mm. Uh, maybe it is him. Uh, he, Yeah, whatever. Anyway, Monk is like, I, come on, we can hang out again. I got tickets to Disney on Ice. Women's volleyball, something called Pearl Jam. Um, Which man? To go, I would go to a Pearl Jam concert. I don't yeah, even I like that band, and I would still I, I, fucking I, I go. I like Pearl Jam. Fine, I would go to a concert with that. Have Pearl Jam a little any better. Um, and so yeah, he's he basically is trying to do a dick measuring contest about being his friend with the other guy. Um, right. And uh, Michael. Yes, Michael. Um, and yeah, it ends up not going well. It, it, it's very awkward. I don't like the scene at all. <laughs> Yeah, no, it doesn't do anything for me. Um, but basically, uh, at the end of the day, um, he, uh, he Michael goes away, and then 
um, Hal drops the facade of like thinking that he's crazy and just like you know he's like hey I'm glad he's gone yeah let's go upstairs and hang out my mom is coming over later for dinner mm-hmm. I think you'd like to meet her yeah I do want to mention also the monk does say that yes. he does say about Hal that he wets the bed um, oh right but then yes. that uh, you know monk picks up the bag that Hal had and he notices that there's the bottle of wine that's from Santorini um, yeah and uh, monk's like what's in here it's heavy. And this is why – this is the thing I don't like about this episode is I get that Monk really likes Hal. But like I don't I, – I, I don't believe – I don't buy that Monk is so desperate for a friend that he's willing to ignore all the signs. Like I just, I just don't believe that as, as a character. Monk is not that stupid, you know? Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Um, I, yeah, that's it. Like at I this agree. point, he doesn't go up with him because he, he gets it. He At this point, he clearly puts it together and – I, like I said, like, obviously, his Monk really wants a friend, but the episode did not do the work to, like, I don't believe that he wants a friend enough to put his life in jeopardy or to, you know, um, yeah. Correct. Yeah, not only that, but, like, clearly he got dropped for, like, three or four days. Like, I, yeah. he's he's the kind of guy that would not, I, I feel like, would not let that slide. Exactly. He would at least address yeah. it and be yeah. like, so why? They go, they go upstairs to the apartment, and holy shit, is this a nice apartment. Um, yeah, minus the carpet. Yeah, uh, yes. I mean, I actually, I, I mean, yes, I like carpet, but that's just because I like I, I fucking around, hate it. I walk around barefoot everywhere, so that's fine. Um, I'm saying this as a man that grew up uh, with mostly carpet in their house. I mean, and I grew I hate up mostly. It. I mean, actually, not, no, not in my main, in my rooms and stuff. I can't stand hardwood in rooms. I just, I need, I, I hate waking up to a cold floor. Anyway, in like bedrooms. Wow. I just, okay. I like having. Yeah. I love, I have hardwood floors now for like. The second time in my life, and I fucking love it. I mean, it. I have all hardwood now because I'm in an apartment in New York, but anyway. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, um, we cut to... We're in the apartment. Yeah, we're in the apartment, uh, and um, actually we cut back to also to Stoudemire and Disher, and Disher, and Stoudemire's like, uh, that they might want to bring a monk in, but they can't because he's with Hal, and then Stoudemire's you know what I'm thinking? And there's a big pause. And what does Disher yeah. say? Nah. He's got no idea what he's thinking. Summer's like, how did Hal know that he used the gun like a club? And right. And they, they immediately, they put it together. Yeah, um, and they take off. Yes. And so they're in a Hal's apartment, and Hal's shutting the blinds, which is never something you want someone to do when you're in a room with them, unless you're about to fuck. Um, I don't know, man. I, I that wouldn't necessarily throw my shit off, but the way that he's talking to him and like yes. basically being like, oh, because like Monk's looking at pictures, he's asking like, oh, is that your mom? He says, yeah. Is that your sister? Uh, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. He's being very flippant. So clearly, this guy doesn't know, or he's up to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, uh, Hal's humming the song in the music box, and then mm-hmm. Monk is like, you know, you've been to Greece. You had a beard. He's like putting not only that, but Monk notices he he notices the song too. Yeah, that's why. Oh yeah, yeah, right. And then of course Hal pulls a gun on him, um, Uh and Hal basically explains that it was all about the mail. Uh, He says first class my ass, which rhymes, and also man, what was Louis DeJoy running the post office then too? Um, I guess so. Um, So yeah, Monk figures it all out and. We get the revelation that Hal never liked Monk. Um, hanging out with him was like pulling teeth, apparently. Honestly, just rude. You don't need to do that. You can just shoot him. Like, you're, like just, you don't have to assault the man. Like, that's rude. Well, yeah, but we're glad that he didn't. Yes, of course. Then Monk basically distracts Hal by throwing one of his antiques, and then he grabs the gun. And this is where the episode, this is why this episode, I have a very low rating for it. Because once Monk has, like, there's... Monk knows that he killed her. Like, wh- the fact that Hal can talk him out of the gun, like, I just don't believe that Monk would not... You know what I mean? Okay, my, yes, yes, true, but also, okay, hold on a second. So that figurine or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck, that was inside the bottle? Yeah. How the fuck did he get it out? What do you mean? Oh, how did he get it, it out the, of the, the bottle? The bottom was detachable. You unscrewed oh, it. Oh, okay, I fucking missed that. Okay, because I was like, yeah. how the hell did he do it? It's like, like how I never understood how you can, like, uh, how people do those boats inside bottles. I yeah. never understood that. You know how they do it. They, yeah, they fold it or whatever. Well, no, they don't fold it. They build the they build the ship on the bot. Like they just have the bottom piece. They build the ship and then they like well put the rest of the bottle around it. Oh no, I've seen a different one where really? like they yeah like they 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 build it and then they fold it in some way and then they put it inside the bottle and then they do some sort of like uh, something to like oh, inflate okay. it from. the You're thing. probably right, but also can we just agree no matter how they do it, it's a waste of both a ship and a bottle. 
Uh, yes. <laughs> and so, basically, Hal's whole thing is he says he was punking Adrian. Um, mm-hmm. And that, you know, the gun's not loaded. It's what best friends do. Yeah, and, it's like some best friends mischief. And so, yeah, the fact that Monk gives over the gun, I I, I hate to be in, like, one of those people, like, that character wouldn't do that. But, like, I just fully, am like, I just don't believe that Monk would do that. Like, how, what, what does Hal say in between when Monk grabs the gun and when he gives the gun back? Hal doesn't really say anything to Monk beyond I was just kidding that, like, would make Monk change his mind that Hal's a murderer, you know? Right, like, the evidence is overwhelming. Like, there's no doubt about it at this point. Like, if there was something to, like, throw some sort of, uh, you know, doubt into the situation, then fine. But, like, there's nothing. Like, he did it. That's it. He's just appealing to Monk's need for a friend, and I just don't... Like... The level of how much Monk would need a friend, Monk would need to be, like, so much more mentally unwell than he is. Like, Monk is Correct. not mentally well, but he's not, like, like, he's not, they're basically treating him like he has the emotional intelligence of a six-year-old. And Monk might have the emotional intelligence of a 13-year-old, but not a six-year-old. Yeah. Right. Anyway, thankfully, once Hal gets the gun back, they bust, the police bust down the door, and they, uh, they, and Stalmeyer says, step away from my friend, which is nice. Oh, I didn't notice that. And also, Disher asked Monk, like, personally, like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And then yep. we kind of just cut out. And then, so in the end scene, uh, Monk is divvying up his tickets. He uh, gives Disher the Pearl Jam tickets, and uh, he's like, the good seats? And Monk says, no, they're right next to the stage. Um, <laughs> and then Stommer takes the woman's volleyball, and he says it in such a very horny way that I don't love. Um, and then, you know, Natalie gets with Disney on Ice, and you know who she invites to go to Disney on Ice with her? She invites Dr. Polanski. No, uh, uh, Adrian Monk. Um, okay, right. But I actually got a DM, I'm not going to say who, that was asking who what, who the bad Polanski we were talking about was. And I'm like, Are you serious? Okay. And I had to be like, and I had to say... I, I wish I were that person. I, I was so innocent and didn't know. I was like, you, the, the director who raped a 14-year-old girl. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, and, but Monk wants to invite Hal. You know, can yeah. Hal come? But of course he doesn't want to invite Hal. He's just punking her. Yeah. This right. is at the height of punked. Um, it had to have been. Had to have been. God, that show. Anyway. Um, I'll say this. It's better than Ridiculousness airing like oh, fucking 23 yes. hours of the day. Of, no one... That's still insane to me that that's the case. I just... I, 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 the, the existence of Ridiculousness is it's ridiculousness. It's ridiculousness. <laughs> and that, that's so redundant, but it's also true. Anyway, w- w- speaking of ridiculous things, what do you give this episode out of 10? Well, now that i talked it over, I originally gave it a 7.5, and I'm actually downgrading it to a 7, because you convinced me that there's no fucking way that Monk would be cool with all this. Well, I, I'm still glad I could do this. I'm going to, uh, the rare time this happens again, I'm going 6.5. I don't like this episode, really. Wow! I really just, I don't like it. Um, it just, also, because I kind of feel like and this is something I think you kind of get in trouble with, and I, I don't always agree with this. I don't always feel like you have to try to, like, you, you shouldn't be... You, I guess I don't like that the message of the episode is Monk isn't worthy of having a friend. Because that kind of is what the message of the episode is. Like, In a way, yeah. For and, sure. And, the way and, that he handles it. And I don't think that you need to make it that, like... Well, I guess there's just no growth for Monk. We're like... It, I guess something I'm sensitive to because of my own relationship to mental illness is that I think that it is actually just a very unsatisfying story arc. Like, the thing that makes Monk interesting is his phobias and the way that he relates to the world. And so it's interesting if you if you present Monk with a situation and he reacts to it in a way that's not actually what's happening. That's what makes Monk interesting. If Monk feels like he's an unlovable person that no one would ever want to be friends with, and then the message of the story is, yes, that's true, that just, I just don't think interesting, that just, that's just kind of redundant of a story. Like, that's, Monk ends up at the same place that he started, you know? Yeah, that's not what we signed up for. It's a very pessimistic view of, uh, of, like, a loved character at this point, five seasons in. Yeah, it's it just like, I just don't, I don't need Monk's phobias to come true, really, is, I guess the whole thing. Like, I just think that that's right. actually just not interesting storytelling. Um, it's like if, it's like, um, if, ch- actually don't, I actually don't remember how the actual story of Chicken Little ends. Does this guy actually fall on Chicken Little? No, right? I don't even know the story of Chicken no. Little. But, let, like, if, if Chicken Little ended with this guy actually falling, like, that's not 
Chicken Little's not an interesting character. He just <laughs> he just knew. It. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So that's where I give the episode. But more importantly than that, we li I like most of the episodes more than this. And I think I like the next episode more. I haven't seen it a million times. Because as we get on, we're now going into the episode I haven't seen a million times again because they're later on. And so I didn't see the syndication as much. But uh, uh -huh. anyway. Is that how that works? Most of the later episodes well, no, are no, in no. It's No, it's that I watched a lot of them in syndication as Monk was still on. So like in 2008, we would still watch Monk marathons and watch episodes from season four, you know? But by the time... Sorry, are you hearing this? What is that? The cops are like pulling someone over. Oh. Like in a helicopter. Anyways, no. go on. No, but like I was in 2007, I was watching episodes from season three and season two on TV all the time, right? So by the time Monk, I but like by the time the show was over, I wasn't watching as Monk as much Monk marathons and stuff because they weren't on as much, and also because I was older and yada yada yada. Anyway, mm -hmm. follow the show at Strictly Monk and Andre Wimpel follow you. You can follow me at Andre Barrera. You can follow me at the J Christie. I feel like this episode was very tangent heavy. So this, if this is your first one, and you made it to the end. I we normally talk about the episode more. We don't exclusively talk about the episode. In fact, sometimes I'd rather not talk about the episode. That's not true. Um, but please rate, please subscribe, uh, and uh, join us next week as we talk about Mister Monk is at your service. Soyons monkey.